Hey everyone, Dan Lovai here and welcome to the New Net Podcast. Uh, today, we're actually having a very special episode. It is World Radio Day and today I'll be joined by my fellow New Net colleague, Joey, so, aka J-Dog. Uh, as uh, many of you may not know, both Joey and I actually have some experience in radio broadcasting. Uh, both of us have spent at least a couple of years yeah. uh, behind the mic in the radio setting and uh, today is a very special day as, uh, yeah, a bit of change of pace. This may not be uh, what you're used to in terms of what the new net podcast is we're having a bit of a casual talk about mm-hmm. uh, basically going through what we think of radio and how it's affected our lives and how radio is and how it's affected png as a whole for our uh, listeners and those of you who may not know uh, joey could you just introduce yourself and uh, talk a bit about uh, your background in radio hey everyone joey here um did radio for a few years with um legend fm still my favorite station um from about 2015 yeah 2015 to about 2018 2015 yeah 18 they put out an, a walk-in audition i turned up with a few other people and finally had my turn at around i think like two in the afternoon and yeah after that was successful the rest was history started off doing um weekend afternoons that's like from 12 to 6 and then the week after that i just jumped onto weekend breakfast and that was like my favorite shift man yeah and i was uh i asked you before we started recording because uh, uh, you spent some time with chukai as well and then you actually yeah. were uh, working at chukai and doing the weekend shifts that's right so it was like mondays to fridays at chukai and then like saturday sundays i'd be at um be in the studio be a, i'd be on legend on weekends man because that actually rings a bell because i remember i think we not cross paths but yeah there were times when I'd see you walk in like full on Truka again. I was like, yeah. wait, I thought, is he still announcing? Or <laughs> <laughs> it's like the safety boots and yeah, yaka yeah, and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, as I just mentioned, for me, uh, radio was one of, uh, was actually my first job. Uh, I think after I took a break from uni, I went in, same deal as you. There was an announcement yeah. of a walk in audition for uh, Now FM. And then I went in. Uh, I was uh, one of the chosen few. I got called, uh, got the call back. Mm-hmm. And then I joined in and yeah it was uh it was a very interesting experience it was one of those jobs where it was uh a lot of people will say you get to work with uh, the, the voices that you hear growing yeah, up. And yeah. that, that was one of my one of the experiences i had like that was the first time i met mystique and then i finally got, got to put a face to the name and it was just awesome meeting all these people and uh developing uh the skill of being behind the mic that's the As, one, uh, one thing i've always had is i've always had at least a, a clear and loud voice but to be able to put that in a way that's understandable through radio and for a radio environment because there's mm-hmm. there's a certain way that you have to sound on radio and you have to speak on radio yeah there's like a certain energy that you have to match you can't be skin die behind the mic and you can't, oh yeah, yeah. yeah especially when it's after a song because like you mm-hmm. have to match that energy that yeah. the song just had and be like oh yeah that was so and so with mm-hmm. uh, the name of the song or whatever but it was it was a very interesting experience and i think yeah same as you i went through the training as well mm-hmm. and then they put me on what was it midnight shift uh for a while but then yeah did that for a bit and i think uh i actually have uh a bit more experience in an- another side of radio broadcasting as That's well right. not soon after that uh, i was an announcer with now fm for just a couple of towards the end of 2017 and then i there was an opening at the newsroom yes. and uh at the time i had been studying journalism and i uh you know, I knew the necessary skills. I knew how to write stories. I already had a good uh, uh, presentation and projection from being an announcer. And I, uh, 
uh, expressed my interest to join and then they took me on and then for about a year I was uh, in the newsroom so that oh, was a nice. bit of experience I had uh, reading the news for Now FM. So that was I was the Now FM news guy, and then there were rare occasions when uh, you know you do morning shift and then uh, this person's sick or oh you have to read the news for legend. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. you gotta read the news like for legend or you meal. Yeah, 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 yeah. My 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 pigeon is not the strongest, so I'd always like just decline. And he like, yeah, oh, yeah. can you read it for you me if I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not that good. There was one time I lodged the story and I had to like get friends to translate the story into <laughs> pigeon just so it like sounded like legit. Mm. But uh, after that, after that I left. I went back to school and then uh, and then took another break from uni. And then this was around the time I actually also joined Kalang. So Kalang, Kalang, uh, oh, Kalang yes. broad- Broadcasting. Uh, that was uh, and I had uh, spent a bit of time, or even for school. My practical journalism work was mm-hmm. actually radio broadcasting at Kalang. So that oh, was wow. the first experience I had over there. And then uh, I remember they were very pleased with my skills behind the mic because they mainly made me the Hot FM guy to read news. And then yes. using the same energy I had from reading news for Now FM, it was like the same, you know, mm-hmm. young people radio stations. So yep. It was the same sort of energy. So then I did that practical with them. And then the practical ended. And then I went back to school. And then I left school again. And then I joined. Uh, Kalang again, but this time as an announcer for FM 100. Oh, well, for a very brief stint, but right. it was it was very fun. It was very fun because FM one, FM 100 is a different speed to now yes. FM, and you can be a bit more chill. There's not no more. There's not so much uh, not much pressure to be full of energy and full of life mm-hmm. coming out of a song. And I think I, I was more acclimated to the type of music that FM 100 had uh, on their That's logs right. and playlists. Because it was all the oldest, all, all the good stuff from years ago. Oh yeah, that was the golden yeah, stuff. Yeah, bro. yeah, That's Because I, I reached that point in time where my favorite songs from when I was in uh, primary school are now considered old songs. Oh man, so yeah. I could just spam that. And I, I, I remember when that happened to me. I was like, oh, it's like my songs are now classified as oldies. Man, I was like, oh man, it's catching up. <laughs> You know, they, they, that's like when you when you start to listen. I think it's it's a it's a definite thing when your your own ears start to listen to Legend or FM 100 a bit more, and you realize, oh no, I'm not. Oh, I'm yeah. not a young person anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I remember when I did that like transition from like listening to a lot of Now FM, and then I started like drifting mm. off towards like FM 100 because I realized that I was actually liking the songs that I grew up with, mm. with which were like my parents. With like songs, the songs mm. my parents played and listened to growing up became my favorites. And then I was like, oh, wait, I just let me just listen to the station. And then, yeah, that was it. That was, that was it. <laughs> Touching a bit back on that, Joey, uh, could you just uh, tell me a bit about your favorite memories of radio uh, when you were a kid or before you actually joined Ooh. radio? So many, so many. Um, okay, so like when I was younger, when I, I would have been like around maybe seven or eight. So me and my mom would listen to the radio a lot, and we had this game where we had this game. Guess the artist, you know. Mm. My mom had like thirty plus years of experience of you know, <laughs> listening to music and knowing who's who. This is me, like seven, eight years old, and I'm like losing every time. <laughs> my mom didn't give me like a chance or anything. It's like no, it's actually this person. Not knowing that when we played that game, I was actually building a library of mm. artists and songs in the back of my head like my grandfather my grandfather loved his music he had big um phillips headphones and we had like a record player at home with stacks of um uh records and every morning whoever would wake up first 
your job, you turn the radio on. It's like first thing in the morning, whoever wakes up, turn the radio on, straight onto um Kalang, mm. and then like six o'clock. And it, it was always like six in the morning. You turn on Kalang, there's like Kenny G playing or something, mm. you know. So whenever I heard Kenny G, it always brought me back to those like early days. Yeah, and then like listening to all the greats, Roger, you know. And then, then as soon as like I got older, listening to Steven. Mm. Steven Masse, Willie G, like I grew up with those guys, and then like, and then we had people like Shinobi. Oh man, I loved Shinobi, man. This guy was such an inspiration, though. To so um, energetic, like he always had that like. Mm. He, the boy was always like hyped, you know. <laughs> yeah, and um, oh Shaz, Shaz was like the coolest. I reckon Shaz like the man. coolest. Man. She had the voice. It was like listening to her speak. It wasn't like oh they're there in the studio and you're over here, but mm. it's like she's talking to you. Because mm-hmm. I can remember like waking up early in the morning, radio's on, and I hear Shaz like now and Brecky, hey, what you doing? Still in bed? Get up, get up, get up! Let's go! Time to go to school, guys! And I'm like, oh, I'm asleep. It's like yeah, I gotta go to school. But like earliest memories of radio, that would be it. Like. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the morning section as a kid, like even even uh, being in traffic. Oh yeah. And the the radio station, whichever radio station was on, you'd always listen and hearing how the announcers talk and everything. It was so interesting and energetic. I remember, yeah, like also meeting Shaz as well for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like uh, starstruck. I'll always remember one of my favorite memories back when I think Nalfam had the keep it or kick it to the curb. Oh yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I remember I, 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 I called in, and I think I spoke to Mystique at the time, and I got, I think I was in like grade eight. Mm. I think it was a Lady Gaga song, one of like her second song mm-hmm. she ever released. Not the one, the one after. I think Poker Face. It wasn't just that. So I think it was Poker Face, and mm. I, I I voted to keep it. And then it was it was it was just so fun to be in, engaged in the, in that way with the mm. with the radio. And then now thing things have changed a lot. Like in things in, in terms of like lot. speaking about engagement, now like when we would listen to the radio as uh, children, like uh, social media wasn't a thing. Yeah, social media wasn't a thing. You couldn't like you couldn't like directly message. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The announcer or um, the station. You had to call. They'd like read out the read out the numbers all the time. I don't even know if that's a thing. Three to one, double three, double three. Ah, I'm just getting sent back, man. But yeah, no, nah, this is the the a, a lot of stuff has changed. Even uh, I think we were discussing it before we started recording. You mentioned the uh, talkback, and uh, all, oh yeah, all yeah, those yeah, legendary yeah, names. Now nowadays with with talkback, I think now uh, they have a a live feed in studio so there's like you know, a camera and then now there's like a facebook live yeah. of the actual uh conversation. i've actually watched a couple of their lives it's it's really good very they're very um mm. they're very engaging with the audience that joins online as well man it's crazy like now and now announcers aren't just now they have more of a responsibility it's no longer for example when you when I, I imagine the early days were in terms of like people engagement you just have to worry about what you're playing and always have your ear to the phone and yeah. be ready to make crosses and either uh, record or have mm. the person whoever's on the phone go live on there. Now, now it's like you have to be aware of what you're posting and ask a question, put yeah. the question out on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, and then read the responses to that. Or yeah. it's uh, it's 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 a lot more. They have more mm. responsibilities now. Being an announcer nowadays, uh, one thing about radio, especially in PNG, is that it's still accessible. Like it's still a necessary medium. Oh yeah, very. Like compared to like cost of getting a radio versus getting a tv mm. you're getting a radio you know it's, it's on your phone when you buy a phone 
Most of the phones have radios. The one bang phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it called? Cost of getting a phone, cost of data. Like you can go to a rural place in PNG where there's no service, there's no data. You won't be able to receive any WhatsApp messages. Yeah. Go live. But if you go on there, you'll still have a radio signal. And you'll That's the one, man. That the news. You're like tuning it up and then... Even uh, even newspaper has its uh, has its uh, challenges with reaching people in around parts of PNG. I think uh, I mentioned earlier that I I took up journalism in uni, and then one of our practicals was we went to the national in Mosby. You know, because we live in Mosby, and this is the national is here. Yeah. So when it's printed, we get it same day, same speed. Because one of the limitations of paper is that, for example, uh, most of the Papers and uh, newspapers are printed are um, mainly printed in the major centers. For example, in Mosby, yeah. like there are some places in uh, in the country that receive the papers a day or two late. That's right, because they have to fly them out. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's they, a whole process. Yeah. Like the logistics <laughs> wasn't even in my mind when I went when we went for mm. the visit. I was like, what? Like you have to. Not only is there like you know the journalism side of things and mm. like editing and like laying out the paper and everything, but yeah. there's also another set team that's responsible for getting and distributing everything. Like I was saying earlier, with radio, there's that limitation doesn't exist because as yeah. long as you have a good signal, as long as there's a tower there, you Pull can up pick your up your aerial yeah. and you tune it up and you're good. Whether it's the local ones or whether it's uh, the bigger ones like Kalang or mm. uh, PNG FM where it's broadcast around the country. Uh, so Joey, uh, next I want to just talk a bit about our uh, experience in radio because mm. I feel like it's one of those professions like as I mentioned earlier, uh, everybody uh, can listen to it, yeah. but not everybody is capable of doing it. So there's a certain type of like personality or person that has to be behind the mic and it comes with its own unique challenges and even uh, like you know it's an enjoyable job trust me like i love i love doing radio but uh, i guess to just start it off uh, joey what was one of your favorite experiences of being behind the mic oh i think one of my favorite experiences of being behind the mic is like connecting with people that don't even see you you know because like i would do a weekend because um, when i would do weekend breakfast i'd start at 6 a.m in the morning and 6 a.m. Mm. in the morning, like, there's a different... You get a different sort of crowd, like, 6 a.m. Mm. Saturday morning. So, like, uh, most of the times, um, I'd get, I'd be getting requests from people who'd been, like, partying all night. And they'd continue right through to 6 a.m. And then they'd call up and they're like, hey, man, we really love the songs you're playing. And um, it really reminds us of, you know, and they, they share a memory. Mm. They're like, oh, this and this happened back in the day. This song reminds me of this person. Thank you so much. Like even to the extent of I had um I had some guys who had like partied right through Friday night into Saturday morning and um they because they, they loved um they they were really into all the songs and everything like the show that was um going on mm. at the time. They went out and they bought me breakfast. They bought me breakfast, mm-hmm. uh I forgot what they bought. They ah they got me some like chicken and chips from a chicken and chip shop just up the road. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. So they went they bought like chicken and chips and then they came over to the studio. They're like they just came and they're like, Oh, um Joey from Legend FM so, yeah and so it came out, they're like, Hey man, we've been partying all night, we love the music. Here's some breakfast for you, long part day and so I was like, Yo. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah. And then like when I started and then I did um weekend nights for a bit and there was uh there was this one person i never got to meet this person though but this person would call up usually like in the last hour from like 11 to 12. Mm -hmm. they'd call up in the last hour and then we just like talk about um what uh what like what was happening in the show 
and like mm. what happened because like during the last hour i had this thing called um i think it was like the mid uh, midnight munchies or something and then i'd be talking about food and recipes and this person i think this person loved to cook so they'd call up and they're like hey man what about this recipe um i've tried this before this is this is a good combination of food have you had like scrambled eggs and strawberry jam i'm like what can't be that good but then i had scrambled eggs with strawberry jam and it's amazing <laughs> okay now, now i'm sorry i got to share oh, yeah, gotta share <laughs> oh man you know it's 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 a fun job but i got one that, like those types of interactions are a common oh, yeah, thing I like, love those, man. like the, the 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 gratitude that people have towards announcers is amazing and just oh, yeah. the, the connection you build with the audience i remember when i don't think i've ever had that kind of experience but i think my when i was with uh on when on fm 100 there was i think the midday show so from like 12 to 6 p.m mm-hmm. like that i started getting uh, messages of like oh no like uh, really good songs and all that like oh you're mm-hmm. picking a good selection because i think uh what's it called on the on that side of things i was able to be a bit more flexible and like properly cater to like it, it was it was like the theme of the show i think it was rock I can't remember the name of the show, but like it was like all all the rock music I could find. And oh, nice! I was like also like checking like oh, do we have this in the system? Do we have this mm-hmm. in the system? So I was getting stuff ready, and it, it it's so much fun knowing that uh, the songs that you pick and you think are good are also uh, appreciated by everyone else. So it's true, like, oh, true. Yeah. It also helps you like build build like uh, build like mental playlists in mm. the back of your head for like you know you might just be at a party one time. They're like, hey man, we need some music. Can mm. you like oh. I got it, man. You look around, you see like the age of people around, and say, like, ah, see some like fifty plus people. It's like, oh, I know I'm playing some Eagles. They're gonna love that. Play some CCR. <laughs> oh man! Ah, but uh, along with the joys of radio, it's also quite. Uh, I'd say it, it, at times it can be a, quite a stressful job as well, because mm. uh, unlike, let's say, for example, comparing it to TV. Uh, where I mean, let, let's say you know, compare it to local TV. There's nothing live on television all the time. No yes. one is live on any other medium all the time. Whereas with radio, it's a machine and it has to keep going. And you know, there's ads that need to play on time. There's yeah. promos that need to happen today. So there always has to be someone in the studio. You can you can never leave the studio unattended or like like a person can't just not come for their shift and uh, someone cannot just not cover for them there always has to be someone yeah. behind the mic you can't have two uh two like long stretches of time uh in between that so to that regard it's uh, it's it's stressful but also rewarding but it's there's, there's a lot of pressure as well true i i, I do want to ask joey how was your first time going live oh bro my <laughs> first time going live like i think the first um uh the first maybe 20 yeah like the first 20 to 30 minutes of going live was Oh, I was a bit shaky here and there, but after that, I just like just ran with it. Like it just, like I swear, I have never had like a job where I felt more like, like I felt like I've done like I've I've done radio my whole life. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So like when I went live for those first twenty minutes, it was a bit shaky, but as soon as I got used to it, man, I was gone. Like man. I ran with that man, man, and it it it's crazy because especially like uh, for you and me, where we're in the the stations where, uh, you know, the whole country is listening. Yeah. So there's a lot like there's a bit of uh, there's that aspect of the pressure of like if this button True. is on when I'm not aware. That's like, the yeah. one. That's the one. Dead air. Oh, like not like. Oh. 
And uh, Joey, uh, just uh, just to continue on that, uh, the going live and then all the pressure that you have with like, oh, when the live button is on, you have to be on point at all times. Now, I think uh, towards the end of my time with uh, PNG FM, I was on the morning shift uh, with news and even I did a bit of morning announcing, announcing at one point. And it, it's, I'd say there's a lot of pressure, especially in the morning, because uh, a lot of people may not know this, but when you're doing morning shift for radio, you get picked up very, very early. Yeah, 4 a.m., 4 a.m., guys. And then you 4 a.m., pick up. You have to prepare your show. Like, mm-hmm. if you hadn't, if you did not do it, like, the, the day previous, like, the previous day. Oh, man. You have to be, prepare your show, wake yourself as much as possible. Because I think, as I mentioned earlier, there's a certain level of energy that's expected from you. Yes. When you're behind the mic. And especially when it's morning. Uh, you were talking about how Shaz would wake you up when you were small. Yeah. Like, oh, get up, get up. Like, that's the energy you have yeah. to be, like, in the morning at 6 p.m. Ah, sorry, 6 p.m. 6 a.m. When, when it's 6 a.m. when the sun is up, that's the energy you have to have. And I think... Uh, there was a brief time in uh, when I was uh, my time with Kalang where I was doing morning weekends I think and I think uh, the late shifty gave me some advice because oh, he, he was always he was always the weekday morning guy yeah. and then his advice is that when you're doing mornings you're the first person that these people hear most of the time true so you're the first voice that starts their day so depending on how you sound you may either positively or negatively affect how the rest of their day goes. Man, what a legend this guy. And then like, and then that's the responsibility of a morning person. Mm. <clears throat> and I and I always remember that. Like, you you have to sound be somewhat gentle but uh, awake. Like you can't yeah. be you can't be sounding groggy or yeah. asleep. Especially man. Ah man. But yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a hard job. I'd say like it's it's mm. not it's not easy, especially especially morning shift because you're expected to work. I'll, you know, wake up super early, get picked up, get yep. to the office, do your shift. And then, like, usually how those shifts go is that you're done by, like, 2 p.m. Like, yeah. that's your, like, clock out time. 2 p.m. drop off. Yeah. Because that's, that's <laughs> when, like, that's when you're done. Because you, you started the day at 6. But alongside that, and then there's also the live crosses. Did you ever go live at, a, at an OB? Uh, no, I, I was, I never did an OB, but um, I did a lot of the, um, I didn't. I did one of the first crosses um, when the Pacific Games mm, ah. was uh yeah, so we I the opening ceremony was what Saturday night, and I was doing weekend breakfast Sunday morning. So one of the first crosses that I did was um, there. Man, I mean that's the most memorable one. Mm. I know I probably did like some earlier ones or like other promotions of you know. Um, other stuff we had going at other like shops or other locations but i think for me that was like the most memorable one man i don't think oh i don't think i ever did any big ob's but oh, for for those listening who may not know what an ob is that's basically oh, yeah. uh an outside broadcast where it's those ones where if you've ever heard on radio where oh we'll go check with uh the other person radio personality mm. oh they're at this store right now we'll mm. go check in with them we'll see what's happening over there like that's that's an ob and that's usually what mm. happens so the person in the studio uh calls them up mm. and then puts them through the system and then plays them live on it it's mm. a whole thing yeah. and that, that's another thing where there's a lot of pressure because you're like yeah. you have to make sure they're being heard and, yeah. the, the and, the, and the and the person on the other end at the location needs to be like really psyched up about yeah, yeah, yeah. being at that at that shop or at that promotion mm-hmm. whatever is going on because you usually hear them like hey everyone if you're not doing anything get down to this place right now 
And I always imagined like someone like listening to the radio, like get down. Goes on the football. Ah man, but yeah, like I was saying, the the energy behind the mic in the studio it has oh, to yeah. be matched on you location. You have to have that energy, man. Like man. honestly, yeah, no, it it it, it's, it will always be one of my favorite jobs. Uh, to have ever done or do and it was it was it was the first job I ever got so oh, um. it was yeah it was always a pleasure to be behind the mic and it which is kind of weird now that you know being the host of the new net podcast and being behind the mic again <laughs> my only gripe is that I wish the office was as soundproof as the as those studios because I don't know if you can probably hear there's some banging around happening in the I building. think there's like some risk <laughs> there's like a wrestling match happening upstairs now, Joey, now that we're coming up to the end of the episode, I want to mm-hmm. ask you, uh, as someone who's been, uh, has had uh, more time behind the mic uh, than me in terms of radio, uh, what do you think the future uh, holds for radio in- for the radio industry in PNG? Ooh, that's a, that's a hard one, but I, I do see the future of radio. Like, this is just, just my thoughts. Mm. I see it heading more, more or less... Um, going online the future mm. of radio could be like you know podcasts and you know like even now on tiktok th- i like i've subs- like i've i followed a few um people i forgot that i can't name them I've this there's a lot but it's basically them in their room with a mic uh, on air sign and they have their own like live Radio session, uh, radio program thing that's happening on TikTok live. So this is like TikTok live. This is like TikTok live. It's not being like broadcast, but like ah. if and they they do the whole thing. They they play songs all the way through and because I don't think they have like copyright mm-hmm. issues things on TikTok. Have, on TikTok. So this guy, like he went for I think I was watching, uh, like I was listening in for about an hour an hour and a half so he had songs playing he was accepting requests from people he was adding people onto his live to join him and talk about stuff and then they like literally you know like show prep Mm -hmm. you do one part of the you know your you do one part of your um show your show it's x minutes long or it runs for about two three songs you give the answer to that you hook what's coming up next and then you know you play the song and Mm -hmm. then it's time for the you know whatever you hook you do that thank everybody blah 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 who's on the live invite more people play another song hook what's coming up after that so this guy had the whole thing like he had the whole thing down yeah so that's what I see like who knows maybe the future of radio could be that way but um you know as it is right now in png i think um commercial radio is still mm. is commercial radio in png is still going to be around for a very long time mm, yeah, yeah. It, it's still the the most accessible medium mm. especially uh like people in vehicles like most people most vehicles in the country i'd say uh don't have you know bluetooth capabilities so most times they're by default listening well, listen to the to radio. radio yeah and then uh, it, it, that's a very interesting uh, thing you pointed out there because like that, that that's borderline uh, like stream it's streaming like it's it's, yeah. uh, it's like how twitch mm. is and all that but then putting the radio format 
into in, that. Into that. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was very interesting. I was like, oh wow. So he, this guy is doing this now, and he's I forgot the name, but like yeah, he's doing his own like little yeah. radio TikTok radio station thing, but in his in his room in his room, ah. bro. And people like people, and he he's very um, he really engages with his audience. He even brings them up into the live. He answers their questions. Yeah. He, you know. And then when there's like there's another topic, you know, everyone jumps off, and then whoever knows mm-hmm. what it's about, they jump on. Man, I, I do feel like yeah, I do feel mm-hmm. like it may be heading in that direction, especially if the uh, our internet infrastructure gets a bit better once everything's faster. There's something like that is more more bound to happen. Yeah. Because I think I, I mentioned earlier how I think nowadays the a lot of the the talkback radio shows. Uh, on uh, FM 100 it, they, they, yeah. the, alongside them there's a live of the interview happening uh-huh. on like Facebook and I think that that is the future direction of things like now uh, it's not just the audio that will be live but also the video That's like what you just mentioned with the, the dude with on, the, on yeah. uh, TikTok now the, there'll have to be an accompanying video mainly because you know just to compete with the, the other mediums now, now That's with, the one, yeah. it's a uh, radio uh, sadly is uh, it's an old medium and like mm. in the rest of the world i do feel like it's uh, slowing down a bit but i think in png mm. it's still it's still it's, it's, it's still going strong yeah. but it, it needs to adapt to um, yeah. like you know cater a match uh, cater for this new like the, the new tiktok generation how That's short attention one. spans things like that yeah so they have to be more explosive and more engaging with uh, the content and I think before we started recording, we found out a very interesting fact where uh, an example of how, you know, PNG is moving to a more digital direction. Uh, Squatters is on Spotify. Okay, like, yeah. I, I'm not on Spotify, so I don't know, but I'd, I'd really like to find out um, how much of the, like, the old... Yeah, how much of all PNG songs are uh, On Spotify. Yeah. But I know that on YouTube, like, a lot of people upload a lot of old stuff. Like the old old PNG music, so like when I want to like listen to maybe, like, you know, if I want to listen to Moses Town, mm. he's got all his, like on uh, YouTube music, he's mm-hmm. got all his, yeah, mu- and then uh, YouTube music too. Yeah, yeah, YouTube music, you know, all his music is there. You know, I want to listen to Azimba, all the albums are there. You know, you know some old stuff. You know, Bamu, Bamu Union, and if I wanted to listen to that. They've got a lot of this stuff up there too, you know. Okay, so Moses Tau has some albums on Spotify. Nice. And um, yeah, like most of the... I've well, Because I'm not on Spotify, I just usually mm-hmm. use YouTube. So yeah, I find that um, a lot of the old PNG music, people just upload mm. it to there. And that's when you could, like, where you can find a lot of the stuff. Because I was actually... Because I actually thought... Because um, I mentioned Moses Tau and I was like, mm-hmm. oh... I knew he was in a gospel band back in the day, mm-hmm. Moses and the Reflections. So I was like, hey, back in, I forgot what year it was. I think it was like 97, 96. So we, we had the cassette. So we had cassettes, like we had stacks and stacks of cassettes of all these albums that I can't find now. And I don't know, I don't like, like um, uh, the... The Moses uh, Moses Tau's um, gospel album that Moses and the Reflections, um, P two UIF, their first um, their first um, album. I don't know. It's like it's like some of those like those old PGS um, Pacific Gold Studios mm-hmm. albums. 
I know a lot of them, like most of the, the popular, popular ones, they get uploaded onto like YouTube, YouTube music. But then there's like others that are like, you can't. Um, oh, man. Yeah. You can't really um, find them. Like you just, you just have memories of. Man, that's. The, the songs. Oh, that's an interesting point. Yeah, no. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah, no. The, the internet and can mm. be a way to preserve all those old songs because that this uh, you can avoid situations like that where songs just may end up as I think lost I forget what the term is but like lost art or lost mediums where uh, for example like you know in the, when, when films were being made first being made back mm. in the 1920s now they only exist oh, wow. as they are now they own, some of them only exist as like oh this was made but then there's no actual physical copy of it left wow which is how I think uh, we should be moving forward, especially with those old songs. Yeah, especially with the old, like, Man. I don't know if, um, I don't know if any old like PNG, like music artists. I think you guys, please, mm. you guys, like, for the sake of future generations and you know to keep your music alive, like, um, record them, store them somewhere. Like, mm. pe- like people need to, people need to see this talent. Yeah. I mean, see, hear the talent. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, no, and it's, it's, I, 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 for myself, I can't say for sure what I think uh, radio should do, but I think it, they're heading in the right direction, especially in, in the country where mm. uh, there's a lot more online presence. They're aware of like the current trends and how social media yes. has changed things and shaped things, like how we mentioned earlier. And I think they're heading in the right direction, but I'd say in terms of how, like, even what we're doing now, the Nunet podcast, even yeah. this is, like the it's not limited by the limitations of how things would be done uh, on radio for example so i think uh, the, the the industry may have to industry may have to mm. adapt to the changing times and the changing uh, appetites of the listeners True. and as they age and grow up and develop uh, but yes i think that brings us to the end of uh, today's episode today's special episode of world radio day Happy World Radio Day, guys. Happy World Radio Day. Please do shout some love to your favorite artists or favorite announcers uh, yes. if you are listening to them right now or if you happen to have been listening to them earlier. I know you may be following their Facebook page or mm. uh, having commented on one of their posts. So, yeah, just send them some love. It's their special day today. Yeah. I just <laughs> found something, guys. It's my um, my old station shirt. Hey. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Happy World Radio Day, guys. Shout out to everyone at um, Legend FM. Still my favorite station. Uh, shout out to Shaz. Thank you for um, making my radio career a thing when it happened. Because I was always dreaming of it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, really quickly. Before we end, guys, one one last question. Favorite radio show growing up? Oh. Like maybe top top three top three top two favorite radio oh. shows. I'd say this is gonna be embarrassing, but uh. <laughs> Love Lines. Yeah. yeah, man, I love Love Lines. <laughs> love Lines is oh man. They have the best songs. Yes, Sunday nights. That was like the best playlist. It's like me just lying in bed dreaming of problems <laughs> I didn't have in my life. <laughs> What does this grade eight kid know about loss and pain and heartbreak? Oh my gosh! But <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah no. Nah. Love lines, love lines, and always because you know school time and car drop offs, so the the morning breakfast show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 
But yes, that uh, marks the end of today's episode of the New Net Podcast. Uh, happy World Radio Day, everyone. And uh, yes, we'll catch you in the next episode.